0: The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 133, Sunday, June 7th, 2009. This is The Paunch Stevenson Show, episode 133. Eh. Yeah. Inching our way up to 800. 800? <laughs> I thought the, miles, the last time the milestone was 700. <laughs> I don't know. Be lucky if we make it to 200. Nah. I am Rob, you're Greg. Yeah. And we are, once it works, we're, we're doing it the old style. Old old school, kicking it old school, yo. Via the internet. Yeah. Haven't done that in a while. Or as uh, former President Bush would say, the internets. <laughs> the two. It's, it's internets, it's got an S at the end. It's plural. <laughs> So I um I had one update from the uh, the last episode. I, I don't I don't know if it was one thirty two or I guess it was, yeah. We were talking about I don't I don't, I don't even know this make the air. If we were talking about Mike Tyson. John Madden or Tom to interacting? You know, I just saw a commercial before while I was watching something on TV. It was John Madden with these horribly animated like feet yelling and screaming, and he comes in you need, boom, tough acting to Wow! Well, so he has to do that now to pay for his lawsuits. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, so we we mentioned, didn't we mention Mike Tyson? I don't think so. Did we? I think we, we mentioned Mike Tyson in passing. <laughs> and you said something, and I remember we were goofing about it. And I said, he's from, oh, no, no, it wasn't on air. No, it was, it was when we we went to see Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. yeah, and afterwards, you mentioned uh, for some reason uh, about I guess about Brooklyn was that Mike Tyson was from somewhere in Brooklyn. Yeah, no, and I said no, he's from the Catskills. Uh, yeah, because I learned that from Mike Tyson's punch out. Yes, yes. And then afterwards, I think you either you or me said something like. Who the heck is, no one's from the Catskills. I said there's no one from the Catskills. I don't even think there's houses up there. It's just like this, it's like this lousy 1950s resort where everybody, like, plays basketball or swims. Climbs <laughs> <don't know>. mountains? <laughs> no, I don't even think there's much of a mountain. Oh. Anyway, I found someone who is from the Catskills. Who? The lovely Jennifer Connolly. <laughs> Who's that? Oh my God, Jennifer Conley from uh, *A Beautiful Mind*, *Dark City*. Oh, she was the *Labyrinth*. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was Electra, right? No, that was Jennifer Garner. Oh, *Labyrinth*. Yeah, with David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you hate that movie. I hated it. Yes. The disaster from the mind of George Lucas—he won't admit it—but. <laughs> <laughs> so now two people are from the Catskills. Oh, that, yeah, that was, yeah. Jen, so Jennifer Connelly actually is is also from the Catskills—a much much lovelier uh, Catskills um, resident than Mike Tyson. <laughs> Can you do Mike Tyson? <laughs> Who used to do him um, really funny on one of the comedy shows? Was it Jimmy Fox? Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yeah. <laughs> Keenan Ivory Wayans did a good one. And then Tracy Morgan would do one <laughs> where it was it, essentially it was Tracy Morgan just talking like he normally does, but with a higher pitched voice. Yeah. Like, hey, yo, this is my time Yo. <laughs> Um yeah, and then the guy on Mad TV would do Mike Tyson too. Yeah. Well, uh speaking of Mad TV, you know, it got cancelled. What took so long? Oh, come on. I I think it I I'm telling you, season by season, on average, mad TV is funnier than Saturday Night Live. I know, but it's Fox. Oh, well, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's Fox, <laughs> but <laughs> So anyway, they canceled it. Um, although I, I don't know, they, the producers, just say that they're trying to shop it to some other networks, and they're they're hoping that maybe it will continue somehow to maybe Comedy Central or something like that. There was one guy who I think was on it the whole entire time, right? No. no. Michael McDonald. No. Yeah. No. No, I think he left a few years ago. Uh, He was on it for almost the whole time. Yeah, he was on it for a while. He was on it for a while. And uh, so they had their their series finale. They had a lot of the older guys that came back. Uh, Artie Lang. Yeah, Artie Lang was on it for a second. (laughs) He's just awful. Um, uh, Will Sasso came back. Yeah, he used Uh, to do Seagal. And Kenny Rogers. yeah. Um, you know, and and the the woman that does Oprah and Nicole Sullivan was back on it. Uh, uh, the the woman that does like that old sh- Korean lady. Oh yeah, she's on Family Guy now. Yeah, she she. has she, well, um, been on Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, but she's the wife, right? Yeah. What the heck? I, why am I drawing a blank? I don't know her name. I know her name. I just I'm drawing. Yeah, I a don't. Blank. I never remember the Mad TV people. And then there was the other lady, uh, who does the, uh, that old woman who keeps, like, snorting. And he's like, hee, hee, here's your corner, hee. Yeah, she plays Stuart's oh. mother, too. Stuart's mother? Right, the, the, Michael McDonald, his character, Stuart, he's supposed to be a little boy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so they were all on it, um... So I hope that that it gets picked up by another network. The woman who did Miss Swan on Mad TV, yeah, she does the voice of Lois on Family Guy. Her name is Alex Borstein. Yes, that's what it was. And she and um, I'm drawing a. Oh, she and Will Sasso used to do the red carpet thing. Yeah. They, they would try to interview celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> People would be like, Who are you? Oh, we're from Mad TV. What's Mad TV? It was pretty funny. They had some funny stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, on average, I thought it was a funnier show, but eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, Next. All right. So then at the same time, this is kind of a crazy night. It was last Saturday, and it was kind of a crazy night. At the same time, Saturday Night Live was having its season finale. Yes. Unfortunately, not series finale. (laughs) Yeah, I I saw that. And uh, it starred uh, Will Ferrell. uh, So anyway, I usually never watch Saturday Night Live, but I figured when I saw there was going to be Will Ferrell, I said, you know what? They're probably going to do Celebrity Jeopardy. Which they did. I know, and they have some stuff like that. And and yes, they did. They did do Celebrity Jeopardy. Um, they kind of, uh, you know, it's. I'm glad that it's only when Will Ferrell hosts because <laughs> it's the joke jokes over and over. And uh, they almost got it perfect. They had this uh, Kristen Wiig who does this impersonation of Kathy Lee Gifford. Yeah, she's funny. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I like her. She's funny. She's funny. She's like I, th- the, she's the only one on the show the past couple of years who who does characters and who's funny. Yeah, everyone else is terrible. They are. So she does. Oh, uh, well, the black guy is kind of funny. He does that L sharp. Oh, Keenan. Yeah, yeah. He's funny, but they don't put him on enough. No. Um. So yeah, she was the one, Kathleen Gifford, and then they pan over. And it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. The real Tom <laughs> Hanks. Yes. The real Tom Hanks. Who's playing hosted, Tom Hanks. Who's hosted Saturday Night Live about a million times. Yeah. Playing Tom Hanks. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen this one. This is back from late 80s. Like, he did this skit one year as Dean Martin. No, I don't that. Know was that. just hilarious.
1: But who's, anyway, that was a long
0: time ago. Who was Jerry Lewis? And the Dean Martin thing? I don't know. They had somebody as Sammy Davis Jr., I think, but... Billy Maybe uh, Crystal. Billy Crystal. I yeah. don't know. It was pretty old, but anyway, um, Shammy, Shammy, Hamron. Hey um, <laughs> yeah, so um, they, uh, they Tom Hanks as Tom Hanks. He, although he really wasn't very funny in this skit because he was just like <laughs> he was just like acting like a complete moron. I know. I thought it was funny. Yeah, but the stupid thing is that's usually what they impersonate. The impersonators do act like the celebrity's a complete idiot. I know, so it was funny, because he (sighs) kept talking into the pen, like he thought it was a microphone. Mr. Hanks, that is not a microphone, (laughs) That is a pen! And then he keeps talking into it. Yeah. It was funny, he was funny. Yeah, and then of course, the third uh, contestant was, uh, was Mr. Sean Connery. That's right! That's right, Chebec! That's what your mother said last night! (laughs) <laughs> I think that was the only—that was one of the one of the only um, skits that uh, Daryl Hammond was in. He's not on the show anymore. He isn't. No, that shows how much you know oh, about this stupid finally, show. Finally, <laughs> he's been on it for over ten years. I know he's so old. He's—I don't know how old he is. Years. I don't know how old he is now, but he's like approaching the ridiculously old. At the time, and this was like over 10 years ago, 15 years ago, with Michael McKeon when he was on there. (laughs) You're not going to believe this. What? He looks really old. Daryl Hammond? Yeah. And remember um, that time a couple of years ago, I saw him do stand-up comedy in Manhattan, and he was completely, completely drunk. Yeah. barely could stand up, and he's on stage doing comedy. He looked really old, too. This guy must take horrendous care of himself. He's 41 years old. No! No, you're lying. No? Oh, wait, no. Wait, that's the wrong Daryl Hammond. Yeah, there you go again, you liar. <laughs> that was the football player. I don't even know who that is. He's 53. Oh, yeah. 53? Any- uh, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so Daryl Hammond looks old. So, so so he's there as Connery, um, <laughs> as usual. Then all of a sudden, in the middle of the game, there appears a fourth contestant. Yes. And it's Norm MacDonald as Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yes. In the Burt Reynolds outfit. But but he was only on it for a minute. I know, and he's he was on it. He said, like, where did you come from, Burt Reynolds? I've uh, been here all whole time. <laughs>
1: And I know, well, and then it,
0: the camera cuts back to Alex yeah. Trebek, and then he's lo- and then he gone. Yeah, and then when they get to the Final <laughs> Jeopardy, he goes through and he's like, wait, where, where is Bert Reynolds? And they're all like, what are you talking about? Is Burt Reynolds here? He's like, I swear, Bert Reynolds was just there. And then Connery made some joke about Alex Trebek's mother. <laughs> I think that was the... Mr. Connery, I, I can't believe it. You've answered a nonsense word. I for all this time, Trebek, I wanted to do something for you because you're such a good host and I I'm I'm heart-worn by this. And what did you wager? <laughs> oh my god! It looks as if you've drawn Sean Connery defecating on my grave. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Oh and then um uh Tom Hanks ended up breaking his screen. Yeah. <laughs> Put his head. (laughs) I know that the whole night, that was the only funny skit. Yeah. The whole episode. Everything else stunk. Yeah, I was flipping between that and Mad TV. And there was something else on I was watching. I don't know what it was, but. um, Oh, oh. And then during the weekend update, Will Ferrell came in and did his Harry Carey. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Not as funny as what it used to be. Hey! Uh, hey and, you know, when he came. Remember the time after they fired Norm and they and they had Colin Quinn as oh. <laughs> the weekend update and he, uh, comes, he, he called calling him Norm? Yeah, he was hey, Norm. It uh, looks like you gained some weight. Come <laughs> in. Come in. <laughs> the ghost of Harry Carey. And yeah, Colin uh, Quinn was terrible. <laughs> and he admitted it. <laughs> he did yeah. and, and uh, yeah and then there was it was like these other celebrities that were on the show and and I'm like wait a minute I don't even remember them being on the show What what is this yeah the very last skit I don't I don't know what this skit was it was Will <laughs> Ferrell singing a song about Vietnam there was that stupid uh, Miss Goodnight Saigon nonsense song from Billy Joel Oh, I've never—I didn't know what that was. So never heard that song. (laughs) Like I listen to Billy Joel. Well, we have a certain friend that we've known our entire life, lives, who literally would just make us listen to Billy Joel unendingly. Yeah, that's true. And you never heard that song? Not that. I like some of his hits. I enjoy Billy Joel's hit songs, but I don't know his inner catalog. But anyway, so Will Ferrell's singing this song. Yeah. And then he gets up and he walks into the middle of the stage and all these random celebrities are singing backup. And playing fake instruments. Yeah, Paul Rudd was there. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Norm MacDonald and Artie Lang. Yes. (laughs) But it was for for two minutes. And Tom Hanks is playing a fake saxophone. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It was all these other people like, what the heck? Yeah, it was very strange. It was like all these people who had who had a movie come out recently. <laughs> oh, Anne Hathaway. And were not given the opportunity to host. Anne Hathaway. We're just thrown into this segment. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. I don't yeah. know what she's got out, but um, it was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, during the credits, they have all the people hugging and all. And they're all like in the background, like talking to each other, and there's Norm and Ari e. Lang, front <laughs> and center. The whole time, just, like, staring at the camera. I know, then they ran away. And then they ran up the, the, the aisle. Yeah, and, you know, weird. the funny thing was, speaking of Norm, just this Thursday, on the season finale of uh, My Name is Earl, which, by the way, could be the series finale, because freaking NBC canceled it! Ridiculous! So it is the series finale. Isn't well, they, now they've been saying that they're <clears throat> thinking, you know, because... You've had a, there's been several shows this year which have been canceled and have moved to another network. Oh, so it's gonna to go to another network. No 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 no, no. well I don't know. That they, they said that they're working on maybe they can get it on another network. I, but, I don't I don't watch it. I think it's a funny show. But anyway, Norm MacDonald has been on the show before. Uh, and the reason he's been on it it's actually funny. This like this originally Burt Reynolds was on the show as a guest star. And he was, like, this local, like, wealthy guy, but he was also, like, a, a like a big criminal and a gangster. Was he played by Norm Macdonald? No, it was Burt Reynolds. Oh. And I forget what his name is, but Burt Reynolds was the character. And then they wound up, and on another episode, they wound up having Norm Macdonald as his son. <laughs> but the kicker was, <laughs> Norm Macdonald on the show were the exact same Burt Reynolds... That he wears on Saturday Night Live. With the same wig. Wait, he wore what? The same Burt Reynolds outfit that he wears on Saturday Night Live. Uh, sorry, like every couple minutes, Skype keeps pausing for a second. Uh, it's a piece of garbage. And it's the same wig, the, the gum chewing, uh, the same, you know, uh Burt Reynolds imitation, everything. Wow. And I guess at some point the Burt Reynolds character died on the show. So uh, the Norm Macdonald, uh, the one he was playing, is the only one left, but he was on the, the, the finale episode. So I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe N- uh, Norm Macdonald is now back in the good graces of NBC. We could have a new Norm sh- a third Norm show on a third <laughs> network. I don't, know about, network. I don't know about that. I would like it, yeah. but I don't know if that would happen. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, oh! And speaking of uh, who was canceled and renewed, uh, NBC Chuck, eh. Chuck was renewed, although it's only for thirteen episodes, beginning mid-season in two thousand ten. Eh, damn NBC. Is Hero, he, Heroes is has got to be canceled, right? No, I'm sure that was renewed. Uh, the show's terrible. Yeah. Well, Look, and, I, uh, I watched it for the first two and a half seasons. The first half yeah. of season, it was just a waste of time. Uh, I don't. I guess it does well in the uh, Hulu and TiVo statistics. I don't know. Stupid. Also, uh, uh, Doll, Dollhouse was renewed. Wow! Shockingly. Yeah, I'm surprised. For thirteen episodes, so uh, we'll see. Man. Then, then again, I'll just just to go back in time. Uh, True Calling, which was the other uh, Eliza Dushku show that I liked, um, was that show actually started out with a full season, twenty two or whatever episodes. Dollhouse only started with thirteen episodes, and True Calling was fi- it was canceled and renewed for a second season. And I don't originally it was going to be twenty two episodes. It was trimmed to like thirteen. And then, after they shot six episodes, they just canceled it. Idiot fox, the Dush. yeah, but uh yeah that was uh that was the t v news Dane Cook, <laughs> I'm not even gonna segue <laughs> I don't worry, I don't know how you could segue into Dane cook unless we're discussing uh rotten garbage or something no we well, we were just talking about t v so I was watching Comedy Central the other night, and they keep pushing this new Dane Cook stand-up special called Isolated Incident. And I remember Dane Cook's stand-up comedy special that I saw on Comedy Central. I think it was from 2000. It was like a vicious circle or something like that. I don't know what it was called, but he was young, and it was, I thought it was funny. I thought he, yeah. I thought he did a good job. I'm going to tell, tell you something. He's some. pretty creative. I, I I saw that stand up, and I did not think any of it was funny at all. No. Nothing. No. Now I, I thought it was pretty good. Now I've seen the movie. Um, what was the movie he was in? Good luck, Chuck. Oh, what Or bad trash. luck, Chuck? What was it called? <laughs> good luck, Chuck. Not oh, uh, uh, waiting. He was in waiting. He was one of the chefs. Oh, come on. He in was. That bed. was a, a bit part. Please. What other um, movies has he done? Employee of the month. Now wait before. Let me just say, despite the fact that Jessica Simpson gave maybe one of the worst acting performances this side of, you know, B movie or porno, it was still a funny movie. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was funny. But um, you know, the supporting cast was very funny. But that Dane Cook, uh, that first uh, special, I did not think that was funny at all. But continue. I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I thought his jokes were creative. So, okay, I haven't seen a Dane Cook uh, stand-up comedy special since that one, which came out eight or nine years ago. What? Comedy Central keeps pushing this one. Wait, that was not eight or nine years ago. Yeah, it was from 2000. Maybe. I <laughs> But anyway, it was from several years ago. All right. He looked very young. So Comedy Central kept... Keeps pushing this new special. So I said, all right, let me let me watch this one. It was horrible. Mm. I didn't let. La- it was an hour-long comedy special. I didn't laugh once. It was stupid. It was terrible. That's how I felt about his first one. It was Dane Cook. I know. But in the first one, he was making jokes about aliens and... Uh, and snakes and dancing, and I, I thought it was kind of funny, but this one it was just him talking about uh, pornos the whole time. Uh. Does he tell any jokes in this stand up <laughs> comedy special? I, I don't understand what's going on. It wasn't funny. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, the Vicious Circle um, was from 2006. No, so it was an older one. Oh. He was wearing a black... Wait, was uh, it one where he's in, like, a little place or he's in a big arena? A big place, not an arena. All right. The one one I'm thinking... Right. The one I'm thinking about was was he was actually in the Boston arena that they have up there. And he was in the center of... It was an arena. It was, like, thousands of people there. No, 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 no. This is one no. that was in. It was in a theater. It was a long time ago. Was, I, th- right, I think it right. was two thousand. He wore right. he wore black pants and a black sleeveless t shirt. People around here call them wife beaters, or a guinea t guinea t shirt. Yeah, <laughs> an guinea Italian t shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I saw that stunk. <laughs> uh, this other. Commercial I keep seeing on TV every two seconds whenever I actually turn TV on. It just doesn't make any sense, you know. I, I talked about that stupid uh, something in Boston. I saw that that movie poster. It was like the the Poltergeist of Boston, or the, what was it called? I don't know. Anyway, the poster was of a boy throwing up, and I was wondering what that has to do with anything. So I keep seeing this commercial for a new horror movie, and it's called Drag Me to Hell. Oh, God. And it's directed by Sam Raimi, and I'm not going to go see this movie, Mm. but again, I don't understand the marketing. They show a girl sleeping in a bed. A fly is flying around her room. The fly flies up her nose. Now, all of a sudden, she's a demon. Ah. I don't get it. Why you, you can't allow the flies <laughs> to fly up your nose. It's bad. What else? What else? What else? What else? I don't listen to rap music. I don't listen to hip-hop music, R&B, whatever it's called. That junk. Okay. But there's a... a I guess a rap guy or a hip-hop guy, Danger Mouse... <laughs> MC Danger Mouse. Oh, God. He's the greatest. He's fantastic. So, supposedly, he released a new album, and if you were to go to a CD store and buy Danger Mouse's new album, mm. get it home, take off the shrink wrap, open it up. Hold on. Does it... Let me guess. Let me guess. The guest artist that's also on the CD is Banana Man. Ah, that would have been very good. Mm. This is Twenty Nine Acacia Road, and this is Eric, the schoolboy who leads an exciting double life. For when Eric eats a banana, an amazing transformation occurs. Eric is Banana Man, ever alert for the call to action. But. You get the CD home, you open it up, it's a blank CD. Okay. It's a CD-R. What did the How did Danger Mouse sound in the cartoon? It was British. Well, that's not a very good... Uh, I don't know, I don't remember. It's been 20 years. The world's most villainous frog has actually given himself up? You know, I just can't believe it. You buy the CD, you get it home, you mm-hmm. open it up. It's a cd It's blank. All right. And according what? to him, he said, well, you just put whatever music you want on it. What? And, and <laughs> you make your own album. <laughs> <laughs> so people are paying $15 for a cd <laughs> He said, it's the best album ever. You just put all your favorite songs on it. I have released the best album ever. Okay. I don't know. This is how lazy rap music has gotten. Maybe he'll be shot next. (laughs) This is how lazy rap music has gotten. They're not even making the music. It's just a blank CD. I think that's an improvement from them. Actually, that's true. (laughs) Whatever happened to the old good happy rap <laughs> from the 1980s i don't know i mean this new stuff and and i'm not just uh picking on rap rock yeah. music everything music is just garbage it's it's really the record industry the past it's past 10 years it's garbage it it's the record garbage. it's not it's, it's the record industry they just they don't want to promote anything that isn't a sure hit or whatever, you know, they they just don't want to do it. Plus, I think the other problem you have is, I think that playing music ha- is becoming less and less of a an option or even a desire for a lot of people, for a lot of kids, what teenagers. Mean, uh, playing CDs? No, playing playing music like in a band. I just don't think that they're really into it. Uh they should be. You know, I don't know. I, I just don't, like I said, I don't think that they're really interested. I mean, when you look at rock music, for example, the grunge era, which, yeah. you know, was more or less over by 1994, uh, for the most nin- part. Well, oh, nah, 95, ni- early 96. But I mean, in terms of new groups coming on. And oh, really yeah, yeah. Catching fire. Right. I mean, that. It, it, by the time Hootie and the Blowfish came around, that was now I like some of the Hootie songs, you know. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like. That should be our next Doctor Phil sings sings along with Hootie. Wow. Um I only wanna be with (laughs) you. (laughs) 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 Dolphins do not make me cry. Uh, (laughs) Between them and Blues Traveler. Oh. Just (laughs) And again, I like some of the Blues Traveler songs, but (laughs) What the heck the hell are you doing? I'm not doing anything. What was that noise? Outside. What? It's coming from outside. What is it? It's not me. It's not like someone blowing their nose. Oh no, it's like someone dragging a ladder or a garbage oh. or something. Anyway, um But like a <laughs> <if Bruce> track. <laughs> uh, I think that's worse than the the hobo. I think it's worse than the hobo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, the Blues Traveler, you know, there's this, this, this like, mu- this uh, Counting Crows. Oh, I didn't the, like the, them. These groups. I didn't like them. But it, it was these, you know, these groups, Oasis. No. Oh. You know, these oh. groups where they were just, like, yammering and, and moaning and just mumbling into the microphone. <laughs> Radio head. Oh, God. I know I'm going to get crucified for that one, yeah. but... You know, again, it, I like some of their hits, but yeah. I just never got into. Uh, I never just, got into. Uh, but uh, anyway, but anyway, but at least that stuff was kind of original. Yeah, at least it was rock music. But, but in terms of rock music, the uh, the the grunge era really was kind of like the last original um, sound. That has come out, yeah, you know. Right. Bef- I mean, before that, you had like the hair bands and the heavy metal and the death metal and new wave, new Wave that punk rock, punk, yeah, progressive rock before that. Yes, you know the southern rock and the right. classic rock and the psychedelic rock and whatever rockabilly, yes, rockabilly and whatever. Yeah. But uh, there just hasn't been anything new. Philadelphia's soul? Yes. Doo-wop. <laughs> doo-wop. Yeah, come on. I like doo-wop. Some of it's pretty good. Yeah. So anyway, th- there just hasn't been anything new. Wait, I have a question. Uh, Frankie Valley used to do yeah. doo-wop, right? Yeah, nah, he was kind of after doo-wop, but yeah. Who sang Big Girls Don't Cry? Frankie Valley. Right. In the four seasons. Okay. What is going on? <gasps> I think that, that you're gonna get dragged to hell. So Frankie Valley sang the, the song from Greece. Grease is the word or whatever that was. Yes. And he sang with a perfectly normal male voice, right? Yes, yes. So how come several years prior to that, he sounded like a chipmunk? <laughs> It sounded well, I, ridiculous. He, he sung in a higher voice. You know, that's how they, that's, no, no, they sung know, with those things. It wasn't just a higher voice. It was, he sounded like a, a chipmunk cross with a chicken. <laughs> huh. I don't know. I wondered that about the Bee Gees, too. Uh, like they, they started off singing with normal male voices, and then, yeah. and then just halfway through their career, they decided to sing with chicken voices. I guess they... I don't, they get, fi- I don't understand. <laughs> I guess they figured they had to do that to stay alive. Uh, <laughs> staying alive. Yeah. So one of our listeners, Dawn in New Jersey, sent me a link to something stupid, of course. I don't know if you've seen this. It was a commercial for Disney eggs. Okay. Have you seen that? No. First of all, the egg shells. Have stamps of Disney characters on them. Yeah. So I guess at the chicken factory or, or wherever they make the eggs, they have a machine that stamps drawings of Disney characters on the eggs. Right. Points. Yes. Then it shows the person with. Uh, it, it looks sort of like a, a cookie cutter. It's a, a metal stencil. Mm -hmm. in the shape of different Disney characters and the person puts that in the pan cracks open the Disney egg into the stencil and then fries the egg and then it turns out you can eat the egg in the shape of a Disney character what is the point? I guess guess they figure that they have to, to come up with this stupid stuff to get the kids to eat the food but was, they didn't have to do that to us. Yeah, okay. What? But, yeah, there was like 9 million brands of cereal with video no, game and not, cartoon I characters. I know, but not eggs. It was SpaghettiOs that had the shapes <laughs> of the stupid stuff in it and everything. I know, but not eggs. Mm, I don't know. You just tell the child, eat the egg or else I'm going to beat you. <laughs> That's how they used to do it a long time ago. Okay. I'm just joking. No, yeah, yeah. We used to have the SpaghettiOs. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. I remember the SpaghettiOs. We used to, I'm six, seven, eight years old. Uh, Ooh, get the Smurf SpaghettiOs. Get the Garfield Mm. SpaghettiOs. uh, All these different characters. So my parents would open the can up, put it in the pot, heat it up. And I would be, you know, they they put in the bowl, I would, I would eat it, and I always wondered, these shapes are nothing. What do you mean? The shapes looked nothing like any of the characters. <laughs> Not after they were cooked. I don't even think I, like the, the, the Smurfs one, they were supposed to look like Smurfs, they looked like nothing. You know. How could they I, even make it look like a Smurf? It's
1: macaroni.
0: Can't. No, you you can't. Although some of the skimming, some of the cereals were cool. Like, remember the Pac-Man cereal? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I had mean, cereal, and there, and in it, most of the cereal were like these little balls, these yellow balls, which were like the pellets in like, Pac-Man. Yeah, like kicks. Yeah. And then there were marshmallows. There were the marshmallows, the uh, painted, you know, colored marshmallows for the ghosts. Yeah, I and do. And then the remember. yellow marshmallows for Pac Man. I do remember that. So that was kinda cool. You're we like, oh look, I, I have Pac-Man, now I can get a pellet. Ooh, yum, 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 yum. Yeah, it was basically kicks with those crunchy, stale marshmallows. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that and once in a while I used to eat rice krispies when I was really little. Huh. They were okay. But then sometimes my parents would buy Rice Krispies with marshmallows. Mm. And I really liked Lucky Charms back then. Why did you like them? Because they're magically delicious. Yeah. And I also... Magically delicious! And I also liked the Monster Cereals. Count Chocula, Frankenberry. Yeah. Which, the way that they're made now is different from how they were back then. Mm-hmm. They were a lot better back then. Anyway, and those cereals had pretty good-sized marshmallows. Those crunchy marshmallows, which I actually liked the crunchy marshmallows better than real marshmallows. So going from those cereals with the pretty big-sized marshmallows, and then going Mm. to Rice Krispies with marshmallows, the marshmallows were like the size of pinheads. (laughs) I'm like, this is horrible. These aren't marshmallows. Get this garbage out of here! Because to satisfy their their nutritional whatever ish, they had to take out all the marshmallows. Ah, they were so micro. It was so disappointing. I hated Mm. that. Oh well. I hated uh, Fruit Loops. What? I ate. Look, I ate it. Fruit Loops were good, and Apple Jacks. Oh, Apple Jacks were disgusting. Come on, disgusting. Now my favorite cereals. Again, I don't eat this garbage now, but yeah. when I was little, Lucky Charms, Count Chocula, Frank Frankenberry, uh, Golden Crisps, mm. right? Super Golden Crisp or Super Honey Crisp, whatever they're called, with, with the sugar bear. What about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I had to be in the mood for it. What about Cookie Crisps? Ah, uh, this garbage. It was disgusting. I, I actually like them. It was disgusting. They weren't even cookies! Yeah, but they tasted like it. Nah. Captain Crunch had to have been the worst. That's disgusting. I know, we talked about this a real long time ago. I mentioned, but the commercials for years, years and years, the commercials for Captain Crunch, Captain Crunch. Um, they stay crunchy even in milk. Oh, that's right. It's me, Captain Crunch. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Compared to every single other cereal I've ever eaten, cornflakes, Special K, Rice Krispies, Lucky Charms, everything. I've never had a cereal that gets like really soggy unless I huh? leave it sitting there for 20 minutes. For some reason, Captain Crunch, they stay crunchy even in milk. Guess what? As soon as the milk, as soon as one drop of milk would touch the cereal, they were melted. Nah. What was another one? Uh, honeycombs? I like that. Oh, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden Grams. Yeah. And it was weird because I liked the, the really sugary cereals like Lucky Charms, Count Chocula, Pac Man. But I also liked the, quote, healthy cereals like Cracklin' Oat Brand and Raisin Brand and Special K Product 19. I didn't always just go for the sugary stuff. I liked, I liked the variety of cereal. Mm. So, anyway, the Disney eggs. Completely pointless. Yeah, completely pointless. Oh, uh, speaking of Disney, I have a celebrity deck. Oh yeah? Yeah. Who? Wayne Alwine. Who's that? He was the voice of Mickey Mouse since nineteen seventy seven. Really? Yeah. Oh <laughs> hey Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah. uh he they actually So they should hire you to take over, right? God. I don't even know if Mickey Mouse even, like, does anything. I don't even think he does anything anymore. Yeah, I, don't I mean, think Disney puts out all of these new animated movies, these CGI every year. They don't have any other characters in it. There's no Mickey. There's no Goofy. Oh, oh, oh. There's no Donald Duck. They don't have any other characters anymore. Yeah, that's weird, right? The I'm Rescue Rangers. Wait a minute. Who wants to see that? I, that was a good cartoon show. DuckTales was a good yeah, cartoon. Yeah, DuckTales. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. Huey, Dewey, and no. Louie. No, Anderson. Mm. <laughs> Uncle Scrooge. Shiny yeah. pudding. <laughs> Survey says. And uh, have Huey lose this, Huey. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's... They, um... They don't do them anymore, and so I don't know what this guy. Apparently, I'm just looking at this here. They should um, have an Uncle Scrooge movie. What a treat, Uncle Scrooge, me money pit, hey. And the and, uh, launch pad, the quack. Yeah. And what was the 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 huh. Beagly brothers? They were the bad guys, weren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, so they don't, yeah, they don't bother with any of that stuff. Remember the Gummy Bears? Remember them? Yeah, Gummy Bear, Darkwing Duck. Uh, Yeah, that was kind of stupid. Let's get dangerous. Yeah. That was a pretty good show. Yeah. Goof Troop. Yeah, that was a good one. Goof Troop was basically, it was like they took the TV show that I always talk about, Get a Life, with Chris Elliott, and just made it into a cartoon with Goofy. And his neighbor, um... What was the neighbor's name? Bobble, It was the real fat dog with the... Kind of Yeah. His name was Pete. Oh, yeah, Pete, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, Disney, they don't show any of their old shows that we just mentioned on any of their channels. They don't? Yeah, they got about five different animated channels. They show nothing on it. They show all this new junk. For a while, they were showing the Tick. Come cartoon. on. Well, that was a good cartoon. Nick. Come on, that was a they, good cartoon. They don't show any of the old uh, the shorts with Donald Duck or Mickey Mouse. They don't show DuckTales, Gummy Bears. All of these shows that they could, they could air, they don't show them. I know. They show all this new Well, But that's garbage. like, it's the same with any of those old cartoons. Yeah. Woody Woodpecker... Heathcliff. No, I think Woody uh, Woodpecker's on Boomerang. Oh, it is. I think so. Popeye. I think so. But it's uh, Popeye. I've seen Popeye a couple times here and there on Boomerang. Pink Panther. No, I don't know who has who has the rights to him. But, like Boomerang shows. I think it was uh, United Artists, wasn't it? Yeah, but they're not. It's. I mean, they're probably MGM now. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, like, Boomerang shows the Hanna-Barbera, they show a lot of old Hanna-Barbera stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, um... Wait, do we, do I still get Boomerang? I I don't don't know, I don't think so. Not if you have Comcast. I had it in, yeah, I had it in New York. Yeah, because it was Time Warner. Yeah. I finally got it for the first time ever because I switched to Verizon, Fios. (laughs) Is there anything good on it? Yeah, I mean they show these like really old MGM cartoon ah. Jerry. Droopy. They show all huh Droopy. I think I've seen him here and there. They show yeah. all kinds of old Hanna Barbera Screwy Squirrel. I don't know if I've seen him. <laughs> um, they show all the you know Yogi and the Jetsons, the Flintstones, Deputy Dog. Yeah, Deputy Dog, um, <laughs> Rocky and Paul Winkle. No, nah, I haven't seen him. Hey, so Rocky! They... Hey, Rocky. Um, you want to see me pull a rabbit out of my hat? Uh, yeah so Yeah, but they don't show any of the old uh, Warner Brothers stuff. Looney Tunes? No, they don't show it at all. Huh. Because they put out all these stupid DVD compilations... Yeah, and when they did that, they stopped airing the uh, cartoons
1: because really? they
0: they're forcing you to buy the stupid DVDs. <laughs> I'm not buying them. Oh, I know. But you know I guess they figure like some of this old Hanna Barbera stuff's always gonna buy. Oh, what's the one with the uh, the the donkey that was the sheriff? Oh, Quick Draw McGraw. Yeah. I they, uh, I was watching him the other day. Yeah, there was, um... And Baba Louie. It's his sidekick. <laughs> Baba, Baba Louie. Baba Louie. Baba Louie. No. Not that idiot. <laughs> he looked more like the donkey. <laughs> that's where it came from, though. The, yeah, but I know. But that's stupid. Baba Louie was like a mouse. With no, a Mexican no, 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 It was no, no, like no, a no. ripoff of Speedy Gonzales. I know, but... A long time ago, like 15, 20 years ago, Gary DeLabate mm. was talking on the Howard Stern show about how he was all into uh, collecting animation cells. Oh. That was his collection. So Howard Stern was asking him, Oh, well, what have you bought recently? Anything good? He's said, Yeah, I got. Um, and he was claiming to be this cartoon expert like, yeah, I got uh, a cell of Quickdraw McGraw and uh, his sidekick, Baba Booey. <laughs> idiot. And Howard was like, who? <laughs> Quickdraw McGraw and Baba Booey. Who's Baba Booey? <laughs> you know, the little guy, the, the the sidekick guy. That's Baba Louie, you idiot. <laughs> and so from then on, they just called him Baba Booey. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, the voice of Mickey Mouse died. Uh, he had taken over in 1977. Know, maybe he's like the third or fourth guy who's Mickey Mouse. Um, yeah, no, third. He was the third. He followed Walt Disney himself and Jimmy McDonald. Okay. Um, huh? Okay. Yeah, and uh, apparently, <clears throat> um, good Lord, Roy Disney is still alive? Is that his son? That was Walt Disney's brother. I don't know if he's still alive. Anyway, um, he uh, he provided Mickey's voice in Mickey's Christmas Carol, which I think was in the early 80s. Who did? This guy, Wayne Alwine, and uh, and in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh Which I think Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the last performance of Mel Blanc. Was it? I think. Huh. I think he still did, like, uh, you know, bugs in, in, in that that movie. Eh. Bu- eh. What's up, Doc? Eh. You're despicable. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. Um, you know, Disney over the years and... Brothers, like in all these these movies, every few years they come up with the one you know, with the uh, Looney Tunes, Space Jam, yeah, and uh, back in action with Brendan Fraser, Jenna Elfman, and Steve Martin. They've been able to get like voice actors who sound a lot like the original, you know, ag- actors, well, Mel no Blank, yeah. It was basically him <laughs> and, like, one other guy. I know. Yeah, with the Looney Tudes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Hanna-Barbera was, like, two guys doing all their voices. Hey, Bonnie! <laughs> that was the guy That's that right, did... Friend. The guy that did Yogi Bear did, like, everything. Who was that? I forget. No blank? No. No blank. <laughs> um, but anyway... um, you know they've been able to get these voice actors that do it like really close to the original, um, uh, on this stuff, and 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 yet again, uh, on some stuff they just they just can't seem to be able to do it. And I'm once again referring to the Transformers. Oh, uh, Optimus anyway, Prime. <laughs> I am going to take yes. back the Matrix. The Matrix, Mister. Mr. 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 Anderson, (laughs) stop calling me that. I have one more thing to complain about. Yeah. There's this uh, new network that uh, apparently Paramount uh, slash Viacom, MGM, and Lionsgate Studios have combined on to form this new premium movie channel. Wow. Like there isn't enough premium movie channels. Lionsgate. Yeah, it's 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 billed as an HBO killer, and I'm like, wait a minute, Viacom owns Showtime. And HBO stinks already. So I know what is there to kill. <laughs> so anyway, this this they all Epics. Stink. I know they do. This Epics is out there, and it hasn't started yet. It's Supposed to start this fall or something like that. And I'm looking at this darn thing. And I don't know if it's going to be a network on a cable, if it's going to be like a... And now they're saying it might just be some kind of a download service. <laughs> and I'm looking at it I'm saying, wait a minute. Now, this is unfair. Because I'm looking at this thing and this this network, I'm saying to myself, wait a minute. It's been a while now. How come no none of the premium channels have put out the dark Batman, the Dark Knight, Iron Man, Indiana Jones, and the Kingdom of Crystal Skull? Yeah. All this stuff. Where are these movies? Why aren't they being shown? Why is it that on HBO and Showtime, the new movies, you know, after they get them like months or a year later? Yeah. It's like this garbage. You know, it's Marley and Me or... RV. Yeah. <laughs> RV. Oh, God. Actually, I saw a commercial the other day. Uh, HBO's getting the Dark Knight, I think, in uh, four or five weeks. Oh. uh, Well, maybe that's one exception. In June. All right. But then. Okay. But then, where's Iron Man? But anyway. Oh, yeah. And and I heard about this network because I heard that the Star Trek movie they had already signed the deal for that. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute now. Nobody has this channel. Has even started yet, and you—you you, this channel is hogging all the movies. What's the name of the channel? Epix. Oh, how is it spelled? So the X. E-P-Y-X. E P Y X. No, E P I X. It is not. Oh. Named after a horrible computer or a game company. Oh, they were good. Nice. Nah, they stunk. were good. No, they were a good company. Oh. They developed the Atari Lynx. And? And that was very good. Uh, I don't know, it the sales very, certainly... It, well, no, I know, the sales... <laughs> no, the hardware was very good. Right. Not very portable, but... but the, the Game Gear hardware was the best portable game hardware for, like, ten years. Now well, the Lynx had it beat. In certain ways. No, the game Game gear was better than the Lynx. Game gear... Well, the games... Yes, well, that's what I mean. If, if the screen worked on the game gear oh, and my. the batteries lasted, it would have <laughs> been huge. Yeah, well, it was huge. I know. Physically. But, anyway... So, two episodes ago, we did our big Star Trek movie review. Yes. The new one. The prequel. Ash, So some of our listeners have sent me their reviews. Oh, boy. So we can get different perspectives. We got your perspective. We got my perspective. Mine's the only one that counts in the end. We all know this. No, well, actually, we kind of agreed on most things. But... Nah. So my friend Joe in Kentucky is, uh, like you, he's a very big original Star Trek fan, and this is his review, so tell me uh, if you agree, disagree, if he has a point, if he doesn't have a point. Regarding the new Star Trek movie, I have two opinions. My first opinion, did I like it based on whether it was a good movie or not? Yes, I thought it was a very well done movie. I was entertained, I enjoyed the visual effects. The story was interesting. Based on these factors, I liked it. And I can see how it can appeal to both Star Trek fans and non-Star Trek fans. My second opinion. Did I like it as a Star Trek movie? No. No. I have two main issues. One, the casting. The other, the alternate reality storyline. It just didn't seem like a Star Trek movie to me. Let's start with the casting. I thought it was a pretty poor cast. Right really? the, the actors, well, the actors weren't enough like the actors from the original series in appearance and mannerisms. Chris Pine, who played the young Captain Kirk, didn't remind me of William Shatner at all. He just wasn't convincing enough as a young James Tiberius Kirk. Kirk had the reputation of being wild and brash in his youth, and that angle was a tad overplayed, I think. Not to mention, Chris Pine has blue eyes. William Shatner does not have blue eyes. Um, Is this nitpicking? <laughs> I thought that they gave him contacts. Or I guess they didn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they did, but does, well, here does, does that matter? Not, I don't know. Well, I, what I would say is, um, I agree that, in my opinion, all the almost all the characters were way over the top. Mm-hmm. In in, their uh trying to do all the catchphrases, and I, I said this, just just trying them to, to do all the catchphrases and everything. I thought was way over top. top. Well, they were over like the caricatures, top. right? they were, they were, br- br- I mean, you know, Kirk getting into the bar fight and hitting on every woman and, <laughs> you know, being a complete moron, I, <laughs> you know, for the comedy effect, I, it just, that just wasn't what Kirk was as, as Shatner. Now Shatner's a very funny guy. And there were instances in star Trek where he was funny, but that's not what the character was. It's not what the character was there for. But again, yeah, it's, it's, it's an entertainment choice. I'm not gonna beat them over the head for uh, with it. I actually thought, in terms of casting, that uh, Kirk, uh, M- Doctor McCoy, Spock, um, looked a lot like actually looked kind of a lot like you know a lot like the original characters. Uh, the guy playing Sulu looked <laughs> nothing like George Takei. They're not even <laughs> the same ethnic group. Uh, the the guy, and Kumar guy. Yeah, the guy, the guy that played it in the new movie, John Cho, is... I want to say he's Korean. I, I think he is. He's either Chinese or Korean. Um, the other guy playing uh, uh, Chekhov no- looked nothing like uh, Walter Koenig. And, of course, Uhura, who, who was originally played by uh, Nichelle Nichols, uh, and now is played by Zoe Saldana, who is... I, I want to say she's Dominican, but she looked nothing like Michelle Nichols at all. Right, well... And the the worst had to be Scotty. Simon Pegg, I love Simon Pegg. He's really funny. But number one, his accent was nothing like Scotty's accent, James Doohan. <laughs> yeah. And number two, he looked nothing like James Doohan at all. He didn't have the right hair color. Right. Or well, the Scotty- height, James Huh. James Doohan was taller than almost everyone else on the cast, other than Nimoy, and now all of a sudden he's the shortest guy. Well, it's a new cast, you know. They're not supposed to uh, so be. So in terms of casting, in terms of casting, I would I would disagree with Joe and say that it wasn't that bad of a casting, considering how bad it could have been. Yeah. With with some of the rumors going out there, the, the ridiculous rumors of Matt Damon as Kirk, and just... oh well, wait, he's not done. Okay. Uh, I know it's... Uh, I know it's trivial and, and, and nitpicky, but inconsistencies with these little details bug me. Zachary Quinto, who played Spock, I have the same problems. He just did not remind me of Leonard Nimoy in that role mm. I did find Carl Urban to be a good choice for McCoy he
1: yeah. hit
0: he hit the mark better than anyone else though uh, he doesn't have blue eyes like DeForest Kelly did which was another uh, little irritating inconsistency he acted enough like him so okay fine Uh, Zoe Zaldana as Uhura didn't work for me. She's attractive, but she is not. Nichelle Nichols. (laughs) Simon Pegg as Scotty, one word, awful. (laughs) John Cho as Sulu, one word, awful. (laughs) And again, just like what you said, Joe says, Joe wrote, they cast a Korean guy to play the Japanese guy. All right. Well, it's but uh, okay. Uh Anton Yelchin is Chekhov. Yeah. Although he did sound like Pavel, Pavel. Who's Pavel? That? Who's that? Pavel Chekhov. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know the I didn't know what his first name was. Pavel. Yes. Okay, although he did sound like Pavel. <laughs> The two actors could not look any more dissimilar. (laughs) Awful. By the way, I remembered what movie that the guy that played Chekhov was from. It was the movie where he played a boy in a high school who was giving out prescription drugs to everyone in the bathroom. (laughs) Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. No? No, and I'm glad I don't... Uh, Antonio, filmography. Charlie Bartlett. <laughs> you ever see that movie? No. It was okay. Uh, Bruce Greenwood is Captain Pike. Yeah. What an awful choice. Really? I thought he was pretty good. <laughs> Has J.J. J. Abrams ever seen Jeffrey Hunter, who played the original Pike? <laughs> and well, the worst of all. Yeah. Well, first of all, Jeffrey Hunter is, is from like an archaic age. <laughs> Nobody acts like that anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. All right, so he didn't like Bruce Greenwood. All right. Um. Again, looking at it as a Star Trek movie. So the worst of all, Winona Ryder as Spock's mother. <laughs> How can anyone who's seen the episode Journey to Babel countless times with Jane Wyatt as Spock's mother not cringe at the sight of Winona Ryder playing that part? It is beyond awful. <laughs> and to add insult to injury, mm. the cast, in my opinion, in Joe's opinion, simply did not live up to capturing the essence of my beloved... Original series characters. Again. Carl Urban as McCoy. Bones. Being the exception. Uh, The alternate reality storyline. Another huge disappointment. So that means. All of the events that occurred. During the Star Trek original series. And all the subsequent. Star Trek movies. Is nothing. It's gone. I find that pretty disturbing. Some some claim it's not gone because it still exists in some parallel universe. Well, this is the uh, one. Like I I think I mentioned this on the the review that the main uh, co-writer, Roberto Orsi, um, he spent a lot of time talking with fans. And he basically said that the more scientific view on uh, time and space time is that if you were to change history let's say go back in time and change history um, that that it would be essentially it would branch off into its own reality its own universe its own dimension let's say yeah and that the original timeline would be intact and that means you're talking about a nonlinear timeline versus the traditional movie, you know, the Back to the Future, the Star Trek for most of Star Trek, um, you know, time travel, the Bill and Ted time travel, whoa. which oh Rufus, yeah. but um, Wild time, Stallions, August, which we call it. The the normal movie, you know, time travel is that. Oh, and, and also the time cop, time travel. <laughs> yes. I do splits. In time. And I kill you. Yes. Anyway, um, normally it is, you know, you go back and somebody, you go back in time, you mess up time, then the person could go back before that and, and stop what you did to timeline. And... What he's, what they argue then is, is, is that no, that's not possible. That it's more of an alternate universe. So in a sense, the original Star Trek 40-year, you know, canon exists, but they've kind of they're starting off in their new thing, right. or something. I, my opinion is my, I was, you know what. I was saddened that they went that way because I felt like there was still some story that could be told in that sense. Of course. But what I felt was, if they were to get this young of a cast, where almost every single cast member is obviously younger than the original cast members were during the original series, that it would have been absolutely absurd to, to come up with a movie about that you know the original series you know mission that five year mission yeah it would have been absurd so they kind of had to start over and change stuff so that they could kind of start earlier so that they bring the cat the, the the they bring the characters together earlier or whatever but right I don't know it's look it's a reboot it, right. it, that's what it is I mean these guys they're gonna are they can argue this parallel time nonsense all they want fine but it's still a reboot, you know, and then there's fan. the fans are going nuts, I mean, they keep pestering these guys and say, oh, well, w- what's going to happen in 10 years in the canon where they're supposed to meet up with Khan or or this is supposed to happen, that, and, and my response to these people on these message boards is I'm like, look, if they're smart, they being the writers and J.J. Abrams, I'm like, they they will not cover any event. That had in the original Star Trek. I'm like, if you want to bring in characters, uh, uh, you know, or, or stuff like that, bringing in the Klingons, fine, but do not rehash events that happened already because it, it just it will not work. So, okay. in, in in a sense, I think the reason that they did this was, uh, look. I know that there's a lot of fans. There's a lot of fans who want another Next Generation movie, or they want a Deep Space Nine movie. That was one of the other series. With the old oh. cast or the new cast? With the, yeah, no, with the original cast. They want another movie or something. The problem is, it's a question of can you do new stories in this this canon, this continuity that has already been so filled up. I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't. And in that sense, I'm actually glad that if they were going to reboot, they they do so with a different continuity. So it doesn't, you know, screw up the old one and you don't have to sit there and say, oh, well, you know, no, this is not supposed to happen there. This this happened and you have all these inconsistencies. But I agree with his point that it's a bit unsettling that they they basically took whatever happened before and just threw it out the window. So I take it he didn't like this movie. (laughs) Well, he said from... As an action movie, he liked it. He thought it was good. As a Star Trek movie... Right. He didn't like it. No, I agree. It it, it had very, very little of a feel that the original series, the subsequent series, the movies, the ten movies that came before it, the animated series, it, it... it did not really have a, much of a feel of any of that. Now, there's good and bad in that. You know, there's good in the sense that the special effects and everything like that were bigger and and more impressive than the previous films. But the bad part of it is one of the good things about all the Star Trek series and the movies was it always, it still had, even in some of the newer movies, it still had this kind of this feel... Some people said it was campy, but it always had this feel like even though this is supposed to be a future, it's futuristic, there's, you know, there's, people expect Star Trek the movie to have all this, this technology and everything like that. One of the things I always loved about Star Trek was that it didn't have to go to this huge explosions and CGI and all this battling and violence and this on screen, which I felt this movie had way too much of. And oh, and that's just my feel. That's why I love movies, science fiction movies like Jurassic Park, where it's even though there's a lot of computer animation and all that, and there's a lot of action and stuff happening, it still looks real. Yeah. You know, it still looks grounded. And this movie is is again, it's it's in the same line as most of the science fiction these days. It's not grounded. <laughs> it's it's just craziness. It's it's like anime on, uh, you know, converted to live action, and it's just nuts. Well, but anyway, so so basically, what Joe is saying to me is that if they had, if they had gotten the same actors and everything, right, like released this exact same movie, but just call but just call the characters different names. And call oh. the movie, instead of calling the movie Star Trek, call it yeah. uh, Star Blazers or something <laughs> like that. As a standalone, unrelated movie, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Now, would it have made as much money as it's making? No. No. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> but, so, Joe in Kentucky, that was his review. Thank you. All yeah. right. And our good friend and listener, Dennis in California, his review. Mm. First off, I am not a Trekkie. Uh, it's, It's pretty short. First off, I'm not a Trekkie. I've only seen a few episodes of the original Star Trek TV show and a few of the old movies on cable TV. As I recall, Dennis is much more of a Star Wars guy. Yeah, yeah, he's into Star Wars, but. The old Star Wars. Um, Right. Well, who the hell's into the new Star Wars? Only people on crack. So that said, I thought the new Star Trek movie was great. Mm. The cast did a fantastic job portraying the original crew. Even the villain, played by an unrecognizable Eric Bana, was interesting and not and not the typical megalomaniac. He was terrible. He was terrible. He's the worst. The last movie where they had yet another <laughs> Romulan bad guy of some sort was played by this guy. I don't know. They found this guy on the English stage somewhere. He after this movie he went back there because he was that bad. But yeah. Eric Bana was worse than him. He is horrible. Well, he's I th- wooden. I know. They should call him Eric Wood. I well. I didn't like the style that he acted to play Nero, the Romulan. But I see what Dennis is saying, that he wasn't just some some out-of-control, wacky villain. He he actually had some some reasons for what he was doing. So, right, and the reasons made no sense. I know, but, but, yeah. but there was a little bit of depth to it. Okay, yeah. all right, fine. Uh, the action scenes were well done. And there was enough techno babble and sci fi elements to appease the hardcore Trekkies. J.J. Abrams did an excellent job of updating the franchise and making it more appealing to the masses. Even the woman in our group thought it was entertaining. We saw the movie at the Metreon. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is something I've been reading a lot of and hearing. Is these guys are like, Oh, I brought my wife, brought my girlfriend, daughter, whatever. They all liked it. They fit we they they thought you know they were mad because I was dragging them to this movie because they don't want to see it. they hate Star Trek and they loved it. Yeah. Okay, you know what? That's fine and dandy, but in my book that is not a a a victory in any sense the form of the imagination. Okay. Because no, it's not. Okay. Because uh, some right. chick likes the movie? No. All right. No. All right. Okay. You know what other movie they like? They like movies that star Gwyneth Paltrow and they're terrible. <laughs> so we saw the movie at the Metreon in San Francisco and most of the crowd was young, quote, normal people, which was surprising. I was really expecting to see all these Trekkies and geeks dressed up in costumes yeah, there were a few unwashed and unkempt 50-year-old mullet heads in front of us, which brought us back to reality. Uh, for example, one of these Trekkies was so excited during the Terminator 4 trailer that he began to airdrum during the Terminator theme song. Air drum what? The, the Terminator theme song. I don't know. The Terminator theme song. Yeah, there is was. there? Yeah, yeah, what is it? I don't know. That was probably the most exercise he had in twenty years. Ah. Uh. So anyway, I, Dennis, highly recommend this movie. So Dennis liked it. Yeah. Then he goes on to write another paragraph. I also had the pleasure of being waterboarded last night. What? <laughs> After watching an internet video on how to waterboard someone, my friends and I thought it would be fun for us to experience it firsthand. (laughs) What what does you think think it is, uh, Sean Hannity? Well, I don't know. So uh, after we got drunk, we all lined up to waterboard each other. Uh, I was the fourth one in line. The first three uh, of my friends handled it pretty well. They lasted over 10 seconds each. I think the average is is like 30 seconds. Wow. Um, For me, the experience was pretty intense. As soon as the water entered my nose, I began to panic, and I felt like I may have been drowning. Uh, I lasted about five seconds and got up extremely lightheaded. Hmm. I think with a few more times of practice, I can crack the 20-second barrier. (laughs) Uh, To Sean Hannity and the rest of the idiots at the Fox News Channel, a.k.a. the Fox Gossip Channel, because I don't Uh. call what they talk about news. Um, Sean Hannity claims waterboarding isn't so bad, and since he's so, quote, smart... I challenge him to a waterboarding off. <laughs> a waterboarding contest. I think Oberman beat him to that one. Because Sean Hannity said, "There's waterboarding is not torture, I'll prove it, I'll get waterboarded, and then said, no, I didn't say that. Ah, what an idiot. <laughs> so then some other d- dummy uh, uh, talk show host, who, this guy Man Cow. He's still now, around? <laughs> Unfortunately, Let me, these guys never go away. This man cow nitwit is is in Chicago. They're acting like he's this right wing talk show host. He's just an idiot. He doesn't even he's not even political. Hello, his name is Man Cow. Yeah, of course he's an idiot. <laughs> so anyway, they had this man cow guy on there, and uh, he they waterboarded him, and he lasted about ten seconds too. And got up screaming, he's like... like kind of like Will Ferrell, he's like screaming, This is torture! This <laughs> co- is torture! Of course. Of course it is. Yeah. Well, Darth Cheney doesn't think so, so... Well, he's an idiot. Uh, we're not torturing anybody. We're just maintaining basic skills. Uh... Oh, in joke. Yeah, I mean, we're not a political show, but come on. It's torture. Right. Come on. He's the greatest. He's fantastic. Wherever there is danger, he'll be there. He's the ace. He's amazing. He's the strongest. He's the quickest. He's the best. Danger Bound. He's terrific, he's magnificent, he's the bravest secret agent in the world, Danger Mouse, powerhouse, he's the fastest, he's the greenest, he's the best, Danger Mouse. Oh, well, if at first you don't succeed... Give up, give up. No, that's not the attitude, Penfold. Come on.